time I wake up cranky, I'm like, after my workout, I know I'll feel better. Like, it's, yeah. and I don't think it's maybe that way for everybody, but for me, it's an immediate mood booster. Like, I'm yeah. always like, this will get me going for the day. Like, I'll be positive mindset. Yeah, you're setting yourself up for a good day. Right, exactly. Welcome, Live Well, to our Live Well podcast. We're calling it the Big Green Couch. As you guys know, if you've been to the fitness center, we've got some big green couches in here. And that's where we like to have our most intimate discussions on health and fitness and living well. And we just want to connect with everybody in these COVID times. So I'm Brooke. I'm your general manager here at Live Well Fitness. Alongside me, we have Jake, our operations manager, and Raven, our senior health fitness specialist. Hey guys. Hey guys, what's Hi. up? Hi, how are you? <laughs> We're doing good. <laughs> it's great to be at work today. Yes, I'm so excited to provide this content. Uh, if you guys, maybe you guys are aware, maybe you're not, but we have been doing live classes over Zoom, We've been doing webinars. We've been trying to kind of connect with our members and do things while the gyms are all closed. But one thing I really miss is just having conversations with people, talking about our goals, talking about everything from mindset, movement, nutrition, recovery, all of our bases. So I think this will be really fun. And that's kind of why we're here is just to share with mm -hmm. everyone. And I think the goal too going forward is to start to bring people in. So either if it's our registered dietitian Rebecca to bring her in, have her talk to us, or other health fitness specialists from other sites just to get some different conversations going, I think that could be really beneficial too. Yeah, oh, definitely. And we just have such a wide range of talents and expertise on this team. Uh, for anybody, again, that doesn't know, we've got 11 North American fitness centers. We staff at all of them. And so I think that it could be really fun to just tap into people's different experiences and be able to talk about those different things on, on the podcast. So, yeah, podcasts are really great because especially with people traveling for the holidays, it's really easy to just pop on and absorb all the content. You don't need to be on a live webinar or on the YouTube channel. You can just kind of pop it on and you're just learning on the go. Yeah, I'm a big podcast guy while I'm driving, mm -hmm. you know. That's yeah. always been my favorite time to listen to podcasts. Yeah, I do too. On my commute, I always am walking and I I love listening to talk radio. Like whether it's a podcast or not, I just love listening to people talk and have conversations. So you're a podcast walker. <laughs> I guess so. Is that a term? Is that what people are doing? I mean, I'll, I'll term it right now. <laughs> It's been termed. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Setting trend. <laughs> Amazing. I didn't know you'd be doing that today. So, I mean, we kind of talked about what we're going to get into so everybody knows, but 
what are some things you guys want to talk about today on our on our first chat? I think one of the big things that's been a struggle, not only for me, but maybe some members at home, uh, just, just again, at home workouts, um, dealing with like very confined spaces, limited quit, uh, limited equipment. So I, I definitely found it challenging the first three months. And even now I still have different challenges day to day, but uh, I've been getting better myself. But uh, I think that it's still hard and I love to talk it out with you guys and come up with some new ideas for not only myself, but maybe even members and clients. Yeah, definitely. And I think that living in the, the city versus where you live, Jake, a little bit further out poses even more or like different challenges because I have the challenge of disturbing my my neighbors constantly and <laughs> they definitely hear me working out and it, it's kind of hard because I like to get a lot of energy out so I like to do some high intensity things which can be a little bit louder oh, yeah. and I've definitely been broomed. Which, if we're coining terms, this is, this is the number one can, term to remember. What do you mean by getting broomed? So, when you get broomed, it's when your downstairs neighbor decides that you're making a little bit too much ruckus upstairs. And they take their broom or any large device that they can then bang into the ceiling to notify you that you are annoying them. Definitely yes. doesn't sound pleasant. <laughs> it is not recommended. <laughs> oh my gosh. So have you confronted any of your neighbors or have they confronted you? Yeah, I tried to confront my neighbors after the brooming incidents and <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How many incidents were there? You just kept doing it? Yeah, so when I teach it's normally when I teach my class on Mondays. Mm. <laughs> class plug really quick Mondays at 8 30 my hit class <laughs> join in fun. everybody join in there might be a brooming <laughs> <laughs> and this is like spooky season so brooming is very on theme right how do you know that those weren't witches actually <laughs> <laughs> yes that's a different question for a different episode <laughs> multiple times and afterwards I would go downstairs and ring their doorbell and just kind of stand there and wait and then I like decided okay maybe their doorbell's broken so the next time I like knocked and I don't know they just never answered the door and so I was going to leave a note but then the brooming has stopped so I think we're on good terms now or they are just not well. <laughs> I mean, nine one one. Maybe they decided to move out because of your loud stomping every Monday. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I can relate though. I think, you know, like we said, like Jake, you're kind of more out in the country. Raven, neither you or I are from New York City, and so like this living situation is sort of foreign to me. Uh, I'm from the Midwest and so I've always lived in a little bit bigger spaces than here and not in a higher, you know, a 
apartment with multiple levels. It's always been like either a townhouse or a ground level type space. Um, and so I feel like it is really a challenge and the small space, right? Like if mm -hmm. you live in the city here and this, I guess is relatable to only people who are living in a city, maybe a lot of other people have more space, but to live in a studio or a one bedroom apartment or with like, I live with a roommate. And so to try and wake up, I always do my workouts right away in the morning. That's my most productive, my most energy is I wake up early, do it before I go to work, before I have breakfast, whatever. But if my roommate is sleeping, it's kind of like me trying to do my workout, but as quiet as possible. <laughs> and oh, so yeah. it kind of feels like I'm not, I'm not always working as hard as I possibly could because I'm trying to be so stealthy with mm -hmm. it and not disturb people. And so I feel like one thing that's really helped me, at least while it's been nice out, is that is going outside to do my workouts and doing them on grass or on a surface or going for runs. I like I will find anywhere in the city, a jungle gym, whatever, that I can work out in peace and not hopefully bother people or have them bother me. So I feel like that kind of was my solution was just to get out and go anywhere that I could go yeah. to get I, it in. I was going to ask you guys that because even me, even though I have a little bit more space up in Westchester, uh, I still deal with my family and uh, just, again, I like to work out in the morning too. So it's not always the best. I could be waking up anyone in the home so i i typically go right outside in my backyard so i was gonna say it's not like you guys can just like pop out on the sidewalk <laughs> and start doing some burpees on the sidewalk i'm right. not sure Watch if that's... Me. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know is that ideal <laughs> no i i do live close to a park too so that's nice yeah, yeah. have you found that the parks are crowded yes i have for me, I think I go at a time when it's not as crowded. I'm usually outside by like 637 and I know, but I notice it gets busy probably around like uh, 738, like as I'm wrapping up. Mm -hmm. um, but I always go to on either river bank, they have like the outdoor, those spaces near the river, like those outdoor workout spaces. And what I like about it is like, I, my joints get really tired from running on the concrete here. And so these, they have kind of that cushy bottom. It's like, it looks green and it's, it's softer, mm. sort of a cushy surface on there. And so I like it because then all of that, like you mentioned, or even that higher intensity, higher impact stuff where I'm jumping or running or skipping. I can do it on there and it doesn't hurt my joints so bad. Uh, but it does get busy sometimes. And I have a lot of people walking their dogs around there. And so I don't want to do my workout, you know, with dog mess or anything. <laughs> so I do have to be careful of that. Please, please explain what's dog mess. <laughs> dog mess. <laughs> can you please clarify for the folks back at home? <laughs> <laughs> if there's dogs running around
Um, they're drooling. They're mm. doing their business. It's no. like I don't want to be doing burpees. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so true, though. Well, yeah. you know, you have a dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> But um, I, I have a lot more space, and, I, like, my question is, like, I know those parks can get busy, but do you guys feel uncomfortable working out in those parks with how busy it gets, or either if it's, like, COVID and, like, people aren't wearing their masks, or, like, they're sweating everywhere, or anything like that? To be honest, when I go, I always feel kind of inspired because... Especially in the beginning, when you went outside, everyone at the park would be working out. And it, since we do live in the city, it's easiest to work out outside. So you go to the park, and normally when you go to the park, there's people doing all sorts of things. But it was like it was just a workout space. And it's kind of fun. It's like you're in like gym class, and everyone's like doing different things. And you're like, oh, those people have. Like battle ropes over there and it's like you have people bringing all this equipment i don't know i kind of loved it that's cool yeah i think that's very true too i i've had a couple people when i was working out outside say oh where did you get your bands like it almost feels a little bit more of that since you like you said everybody is working outside it feel you have a little more camaraderie feel mm. because other people are trying to get by exercising outside too. So it's kind of fun. I've seen people getting personal trained outside, which a plug for us again, we can also do is personal train, you know, go over video over FaceTime and personal train people if they're outside. Mm -hmm. um, but then I've seen little, little groups of people or classes doing kickboxing moves, which I think is so fun. There's somebody holding a bag or those punching gloves. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I kind of agree that I feel like it's, I don't think feel like it's dangerous. You know, you are outside. It's not so crowded that you can't find your own space, at least in my experience. And you see other people kind of going through the same thing. And it's like, you know, air high five. What's yeah. up? We're one, in this together. You know? Right. And one day I did see, I so this really inspired me because I think people too were talking about like, maybe it takes you more time to, to get outside or you don't have as many resources. Uh, equipment things like that and some mornings when I go to my spot I have noticed that there's two school bus drivers that will stop like they have their school buses ready before they go on their routes they'll stop the school bus or in their uniforms like their driver's uniforms and they'll get on the machines and like do some lifts and do some push-ups and oh, some squats and then they get in their bus and like go pick up kids I think that's uh, that was so cool to me I'm like look at these guys they're making time for it early it was yes. so cool yeah I love that too and the way you guys talk about it like you have your own spots like in both your parks I think that's really special um another question that makes me think about like do you guys like working out in like cold weather or do you, do you prefer like the summer a lot better like and is there any precautions you should take prior to working out in any other weather conditions definitely i like working out when it's colder sometimes i would go to the park and it was so hot and it's like gosh i wish i could be in the air conditioning right now and it would definitely i'd lose some motivation but now this weather right like 40s in the morning and then like getting up to like 60s i think that's perfect but I still find myself getting sunburned too. So I'm like Oof. always putting on sunscreen when I go or else I'm just going to be a tomato constantly. <laughs> what, what what temperature or like what weather condition would be the cutoff for you? Like, does it have to be like snow or sleeting outside or does it need to be under like 32 degrees for you to call it quits outside? 
Mm, that's a good question. I feel maybe once it got, if there was snow, I wouldn't work out outside, I don't think. What, what about frost on the ground? <laughs> so specific <laughs> i mean like these are just questions that happen like one morning you're gonna wake up and the ground's gonna be frosty it's also like, i'm like, not a morning workout person definitely i don't know why i just want to drink coffee in the morning because it's like a ritual for me and if i work out after drinking coffee i'm gonna be bouncing off the walls like i need to separate those two things once i start to get into like low energy i'm like this is what i'm gonna do my workout and then i'm like back to high energy oh that's so interesting so what time is that usually three <laughs> that's, that's a while after the wow when you, yeah i was like okay it's exactly at 307 o'clock yeah. every single day yeah, and really do you have is. your coffee i had my coffee normally at like seven okay that's not too bad yeah and I then i drink it from like seven to like noon really oh, okay. slowly that way i don't end up in the hospital i mean every, everyone's got their own morning routine yeah you know? i'm sure brooks is different right i do appreciate that though like the being able to relax in the morning because i'll say i'm old school you guys know this but i get the paper delivered to my house so if i could sit in the morning and drink coffee and read the newspaper i feel like that would be such a nice ritual but i just can't like i have to do my workout in the morning and by the time it reaches three o'clock for me like you mentioned like that's when you get into low energy i feel like i'm the same way but instead of being like i'll work out i'm like I'm not doing anything. It's three o'clock. I'm already tired for the day. You can catch me in my chair watching TV. <laughs> See, I feel I'm like done. it's the opposite because I'm like, okay, I'm so tired. I want this day to be over. And it's like, all I have to do is just work out and then I can be super lazy. And it's like, I just like motivate myself that way because I'm like, once I get this done, then I can be really lazy the rest of the day. Okay, that's interesting. Because for me, if I wake up in the morning, I know it's going to be coming later. I just think about it all day, and I'm like, still haven't done that yet. Yeah, oh, I still have to do it. Like, it's just dreading on my mind It's always on day. that mental checklist, huh? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to check it off first thing, because then no matter what happens the rest of the day, I'm like, well, at least I worked out. Yeah. I no, got it in. I'm the same way, too. Like, I want to get my movement and, like, my sweat on early on so I don't have to worry about it so everything else it's like oh at least I could be sitting for this yeah and this is the one thing too that puts me in the best of moods like mm. anytime I wake up cranky I'm like after my workout I know I'll feel better like it's yeah. and I don't think it's maybe that way for everybody but for me it's an immediate mood booster like I'm yeah. always like this will get me going for the day. Like, I'll be positive mindset. Yeah, you're setting yourself up for a good day. Right, exactly. Do you guys ever have the... Like, I have that too where after I work out, you know, I feel really good. It's almost like euphoric, right? But then I used to have this all the time. Not as much anymore. But, like, especially after a sports practice or, like, a workout that was really long, I would be in, like, the worst mood. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I've had workouts that put me in a really bad mood. Is so, that... So I actually have, like, a little scientific fact about that. Okay, yeah. So it's... Everyone thinks, like, you're supposed to feel good after you finish a workout. And, like, I still feel good once I finish up my workouts. But, like, they've done research on it. And they've actually found that, uh, like, the dopamine that gets released in your brain, like, that happiness feeling is released as soon as, like, you decide you're going to go work out and you start to make action steps to working out so either if it's like putting on your gym clothes or anything your brain is already rewarding yourself for working out even though you haven't started yet so it's just like i find that so 
funny just because you haven't even started your workout, you haven't even done it, it might be a terrible workout, it might be a great workout, but your brain's already giving you that little reward, hey, we're working out. So it's, oh, it's wow. yeah, it's something really interesting to think about. So like the next time you're about to work out, just remember like you're getting this little bit of uh, like surge of good energy pulsing throughout your body before you even start that workout so even if you go into the workout and you only work out for like 10 15 minutes and it's at least some movement and that's still beneficial to yourself you know yeah that's so true that's so cool to think about and i i'll say too raven i used to be a little, like when i first started working out granted i was probably 13 14 like both my parents have exercise degrees so i started working out every young age but I remember when I very first started running, I decided to do track. I think one, I did track one year when I was younger. And so I decided to start running. And I remember I used to get on the treadmill and try and run just one mile. And I would start crying. Like, I was like, I hate this. I would get wait, wait, so... Wait, wait. I got some questions. Are you, are you crying and running at the same time? Yes. So yes. you're not only a podcast walker, but you're a cry runner. Anytime I can multitask, I will do it. But yeah, like, I, I'm like this 13, 14-year-old kid. So, of course, like, I probably had a lot of emotions regardless. Very hormonal. Right. But I'm on the treadmill. I'm like... God, why is this so hard? I start crying. I have to still finish the miles. So I'm just crying until the mile's oh done. And then I get off the treadmill and I stretch and I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say like, yes, I get the good mood, the positive vibes, the euphoria now. But when I first started, it was a bit of a struggle. <laughs> it was like pulling teeth to try and finish the one mile. Yeah. Now that I know Jake's little trick, I'm just going to tell myself I'm about to work out, put my workout <laughs> clothes on, and then go get a cheeseburger. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Like, wow, if you're I lying to yourself, and you're not going to be as happy. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be very happy. Right. The question is, how do you trick your brain? Because you, you are the one that knows your lungs. But you're trying to trick your own brain. <laughs> so how you does have, that work? Well, you have multiple personalities going on in your head. It's very easy. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny. I like this conversation though on like that euphoria feeling from like mm -hmm. the workout. And myself, I used to be like a collegiate runner, and people would always talk to me about getting that runner's high. And I never even felt it until like my senior year of college, and I wasn't even collegiate running anymore. And people are like, oh, once you get into it, you start to feel that runner's high. I never felt that. I was always thinking like, oh, I have this many miles left. Oh, I have to do this. Like, my legs are killing me. My legs are cramping. Like, I have abdominal stitches and pain. Like, and it wasn't until like I stopped doing the collegiate running and I started just running for myself. Mm -hmm. And I found that the longer runs I did, the more I was able to lose myself in the run and kind of find that peace. So I think it's it's good to know that it doesn't come instantly and this is all going to be a little bit of a journey to get to like this happiness and like that kind of release or euphoria feeling. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. And just like once you kind of make that decision, like I'm doing this for myself 
and not like for a sport team mm -hmm. and it's not like oh i'm forced to do this i want to do this like that's where the difference is yeah i think that's the most important piece right there yeah for sure and i can remember to i i can definitely relate with the running and anymore i don't run as often like i prefer to strength train i like doing hit training i love i mean i love a lot of different types of exercise but I remember probably, I don't know, eight or seven or eight years ago, I was training for a half marathon and it was kind of that same thing. Like I knew I had to run for that training and it just made it a lot less enjoyable, which I'm not saying that's everybody. Some people love to train for races and they love the competition, but I'm not a competition type exerciser. Like you said, I do it because I like it and because it makes me feel good. And so just having that competition was like, made it not as enjoyable i was always like okay i have to run two miles today i have to run 10 miles today but now when i run it's more of a stress relief like mm -hmm. running is not my hard workout for the week it's like ooh, this is the time i get to feel good i get to release my thoughts my stress and just kind of let it go you're outside and, and now it's more of that runner's high feeling versus when it was competition it was like I need to go faster. I need to, you know, I was thinking about the logistics of it instead mm -hmm. of just enjoying it for what it was. I think it's funny too, because I'm, I'm a very competitive guy and same thing with all sports, but I think there's a difference for the running for me. So I, I'm just like, you now, like I, I run now for myself and just to kind of have that time to myself and regain my thoughts and just work on that. So I think for me, cardiovascularly like all that cardio i don't think the competitive nature is in me as much anymore mm -hmm. and when it comes to other sports i still have that competitive nature and that drive but when it comes to running i i've kind of changed my mindset now which is funny to think about yeah no that's totally that's a really great point i hadn't thought of that because with lifting and or more explosive movements mm -hmm. I, I'm kind of the same way. I can get, you know, try to do a dumbbell bench press and I'm like, okay, I got to get 10 more pounds today. Oh. One more rep. Like, you know, you get kind of yeah. hyped Every, about it. Everyone has that too. Like, yes. oh, like, what's your PR? Like, what are you benching <laughs> these days? So it's like that ego thing. It's like, oh, Bobby's benching 225? I can bench 225. So. But you miss that in the gym though because you see someone doing something you're like, ooh, like, I need to do that today. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's like at home, you're like, well, I see my cat eating, so I'm going to eat not, today. Not too competitive there. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. My roommate actually said that last week. She was like, the more Brooke works out, the more I eat. And she was just sitting at the counter watching me work out and eating like brownies. And I was like, I, I would love to switch places with you right now. <laughs> also, I'm concerned considering you work out at six in the morning and she's already eating brownies. <laughs> yeah, there's a hole in this story right here. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this was probably my afternoon yoga. It was, oh, okay. it was like a slow yoga, so okay. <laughs> more acceptable. Right. Yeah. Although a breakfast brownie is never a bad idea. Let's not knock that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think like one thing that's hard is, again, you're not seeing the normal people you'd see in the gym, like you did Monday through Friday or on the weekends, even though like gyms might be open where you're at now it's still very limited and it's it's not the same as what it used to be so i think that's why every like virtual offering that we're kind of giving like right now is super important just because then you start to get to see those people that you used to work out with and mm -hmm. you start to have that rapport with them again mm -hmm. so and it helps to keep you motivated 
Yeah, I think that's why I like the park so much because it's like it's that same feeling that you get in the gym. It's like we're all here to get this done and we're all going to leave feeling great. And mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I'll say, too, I did go to an actual gym for the first time last week. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it was there was only three people, what myself included, so two, myself and two others that were in the gym at one time, like very distanced and whatever. And I just got so excited to do things that I didn't have at home for the first mm, time. Yeah. I, I was freaking out. I was talking to the front desk person and I was like, I, I tried to get every exercise that I could done in this amount of time. And I was just <laughs> kind of going a little crazy and they were just laughing at me. <laughs> um, but I will say, too, it's interesting because, you know, it it was almost as if that was distant too because there weren't that many people in the gym yet. And Mm -hmm. so going to that part kind of felt a little more motivating. Um, And I still like, you know, I like the feeling of being outside too. Mm -hmm. So I went the one day and then since then I've still worked outside every other day, you know? So I kind of like the ability to switch it up too, Mm -hmm. Just to have that variety and be able to kind of feel good doing whatever you can make work for that time, too. Yeah. Now, I was going to ask this question before. With, like, the weather changing and everything, do you guys see your workouts changing as it slowly gets colder outside and we get into the other seasons? Like, Raven, I know you were talking about, like, you like a more high-intensity style. Like, do you see yourself, like, maybe, like, into the winter doing more yoga or anything else, like, more progressive overload strength stuff like that yeah I definitely feel like in the in the summer I like more high intensity but then as it gets colder I feel like my energy is a little bit calmer so I'm not huge into yoga maybe I could try that this winter but more just like general strength Mm. probably less like hit and less running yeah so you don't get broomed as much no brooming (laughs) I was gonna mention to Brooke's point too it's so interesting. I also went to the gym a few times, but I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, I need to be going to the gym. Like, I can't work out from home. I actually felt the opposite. I was like, well, I really enjoy what I'm doing at home, and it's a little bit more convenient. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like, oh, I need to go to the gym to get a good workout anymore. Yeah. That mindset's completely I, I, changed. Yeah, no, same thing with me. Like, like I said, the first three months were like very hard for me. And, and now I've kind of got my own routine that I'm going through. I'm still trying to progress some things or change up some exercises, but I've, I've gotten very comfortable with working out at home, which if you asked me before this whole pandemic, I would say no way. Like I need weights, I need gyms, I need machines. So it's cool to see how my approach to the gym has changed. And I think it changed for the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just brings up, like, traveling, too. It's, like, now that we've set um, routines for ourselves for working out at home, it's, like, when you go on a business trip or you go home to see your family, you know how easy it is to just be, like, oh, tap back into these things I used to do when I had to work out at home. It's, like, you have a whole new resource Mm -hmm. kit in your back pocket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost like it's taught us to be resourceful with our workouts and to be creative, So like you said, if you are in a situation, there's a lot of times you go visit someone or go on vacation, go on a business trip. You're like, I can't, I can't work out this whole time. I'm going to be out of my routine. 
but we've since learned that you can make your routine work and just alter it from anywhere, which is kind of huge, like you said, just to be able to, okay, I know a workout I can do in a hotel room. I know one I can do on the sidewalk or at a park. I know one I can do in a garage. Like, I've got options for anywhere that I am, and so I can always make it work. You know, yeah. which is not to say... If you're on vacation, you can probably take a few days off and not work out. You know, not that you need to be going 24-7, but to be able to keep up that routine it is really valuable just yeah. to be able to adapt, I guess. And I think, too, like another plug right here, that's if you don't have that kind of creativity or you're lacking ideas for what to do at home or you maybe like, for example, my aunt's moving back home with, her mother just to spend some time with her and take care of her for a couple months. She's still working from home until the end of the year. So again, like this is where you can kind of reach out to us and we'll give you as many resources as you want to be creative and make a new routine at home. Oh, precisely. I mean, that's a great point, Jake, is of course, it's a little easier for us in the industry knowing what we're supposed to be doing and knowing modifications, knowing different exercises for different muscle groups. It's a little easier to adapt but that's the reason that we're here. I mean, that, you know, that's kind of our purpose is whatever circumstances you're in, we can help you find a solution that works for you, you know? Mm-hmm. No. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. So next week when you guys join us, I think we're going to continue this conversation just because it's so topical right now and there's a lot of places we can go with it. But we kind of wanted to discuss or I wanted to hear your guys' opinions on different equipment that you've gotten for your home or that works in a small space, uh, and then maybe trackers or, you know, fitness technology that you're using, yeah. all those things to kind of help out in, or, or, in this time. Yeah, or even if you think you need it at this point. Right, true. If you're just going totally bare body yeah. weight, you yeah. know, whatever. If, if you've been doing it for like six, seven months now, like who says you need it now? You know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that will be a really nice topic to cover. Um, I know myself, I've, I've only invested in a couple things here and there. I'm not sure about you guys, but um, I think it will be a really good conversation. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us on the Big Green Couch. Uh, remember to always live well, and we'll see you next time.